You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome to episode 130 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So it is insane how it is almost the end of January already, if you're listening to this in real time, that is. And I know that's something that we all say, but it really is nuts when you think about how quickly the time seems to pass, which means that in less than a month, Valentine's Day will be here. And I remember even going Christmas shopping and there were already like hearts coming out in the CVS aisles like in the pharmacy or at the malls, which it really boggles me how society seems to just push the next thing and the next thing and the next thing instead of living in the right here and right now. But I guess marketers know what they're doing to a degree because just recently I decided to stay ahead of the game and actually buy things for my son's Valentine's Day goodie bags or whatever it is that they give out on Valentine's Day. And it's really interesting how things change from when we were kids to now in adult life. Because in elementary school, everybody's your friend. doesn't matter the gender. It doesn't matter the background. Everybody is your BFF. And then something seems to happen. And I think it's around fourth grade. How they start separating from the girls to the boys. And then the girls kind of turn catty earlier and earlier, it seems. And the boys can also sometimes be mean. And then when they come to middle school, the drama just explodes. And by the way, the last episode, episode 129, had to do with navigating middle school drama. So if you have a middle schooler in your life, be sure to check that out. And then when you get to high school, the drama kind of levels out for the most part, and you get to know who you are a little bit more as an individual. And for some, high school friendships tend to last a lifetime. For me personally, once I left my hometown and went away for college, I put high school behind me and it's my college friends who are my closest friends to this day, 20 plus years later. So we're talking today about the concept of friendships. And as we approach the month of February and start to think about Valentine's Day, it seems that the message that is continuously pushed down our throats is romantic relationships and date and the whole hallmark side of it all. But I ask you to consider putting those romantic relationships aside and thinking about just your everyday common platonic friendships. Just last week on Good Morning America, they were saying how having friendships is linked to a number of not only mental health benefits, but also physical benefits. So they were saying how studies have shown that people with strong social connections have a reduced risk of various health problems, including cardiovascular disease. So it's shown that they have 50% reduced risk of dying from a heart disease compared to those with a weak social support. Of course, mental health 
health. Studies have shown that people with a strong social network have a reduced risk of developing depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Studies have also shown that people with strong social connections have 50% increased chance of living longer than those with weaker connections. They also have lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol, which can help reduce the risk of these stress-related health problems. And believe it or not, studies have also shown that people with a strong social circle or social connections also have a reduced risk of a cognitive decline and dementia as they age. So it has so many benefits, including having even stronger immune systems that it seems like a no-brainer of having these supports, of having these social networks and a social system in place that can help you not only with your everyday life, but it seems like live a long and healthy life. The thing is that as we grow in age, we no longer see friends at an everyday basis when we go to school. Sometimes we can see friends that can perhaps be colleagues and there have been discussion about that, but perhaps our closest friends, we may not see every day. We may not talk to every day. And there are a lot of challenges that we face when navigating friendships now as adults. And I think the number one obvious things is the time constraint. We lead such busy, busy lives and we have so many responsibilities, especially when we add families to the mix and everybody with their own separate friendships, that we just see our friends less often than we did when we were younger, which makes it a little bit more challenging and requires extra effort in order to keep these friendships going. There may also be the challenge of geographic distance. And especially if, let's say, you attended college and those are your closest friends in one part of the nation, and then everybody spreads out perhaps to their hometowns or settles in a different town or state due to work, it can definitely make it harder to maintain these close friendships, especially if you're unable to visit each other frequently or even chat with each other frequently. But even more than that, I think what makes it a greater challenge is just life stage differences. You tend to really focus on the stage of life that you're in. So let's say if you have kids at one point and none of your friends have kids at that age, then you may gravitate towards people who do have children in order to talk to other people about the concerns that you may be having. This may also be true about perhaps pursuing different career paths. Sometimes these different stages of life make it harder to find some common grounds and make plans together. Something else I can add to the challenge is just having different set of priorities in life or different set of interests. So if you start to focus on another part of life or on a separate hobby, or if your parents are aging and that's where you have to put all your focus, it definitely makes it harder to put your attention on these friendships that you perhaps have had for a long time, or even those that are newer in life. So the more busy we get, the more caught up we get in our own lives, the more our children require more of us, the more challenging it is sometimes to put focus on friendships and to maintain the friendships that we have. 
And even having social media sometimes, while we can see more pictures of our families and we can send each other memes, sometimes that helps in connection, but sometimes it also creates these unrealistic expectations of perhaps the time that it seems that we may have or where our lives may be because everybody's only focusing on the highlight reel that we're not really showing what is truly happening behind the screens. And in addition to all these factors, even your communication style can make a big impact on friendships. I remember like at least 15 years ago or so, I had this friend in my early 20s where we would go out all the time and we would chat all the time. And it was a really close friendship. However, for their birthday, instead of giving them a call, I gave him a text because it was a really busy day and this person ended up becoming very offended and cutting me off as a friend because they felt that I showed a lack of respect towards them and towards the friendship because I did not pick up the phone and call. Meanwhile, on my end, I just had a lot of things going on. And I even compared it to my brother one year, not even calling or sending me a text on my actual birthday because he was just so busy. But then we caught up some other time and that was okay. And I truly believe what makes the biggest impact in the way that we show up in our friendships is our expectations of friendships. And this list of maybe shoulds and have tos that we have in our own minds, and perhaps it mirrors the way that we pour out into those people that we love and care for. However, it's important to really consider that not all of us go through the same things at the same time. Not all of us have the same communication styles. Not all of us have the same love language, which we talked about back in episode 122. And when we understand that everyone is different, when we keep in mind that people are in different stages of their life, and when we let go of the expectations that we have and instead appreciate just where people are in the right here, right now, we can then make more room for friendships to just take their natural course. And that means sometimes that a person that you were once very close to, perhaps you grow apart. And if we are more flexible in our thinking and can stem away from that second grade, my BFF for life type of thinking, and instead becoming more flexible and just thinking there's different spaces in life to have friends through different seasons and for different reasons. When we have that mindset, then perhaps we may then be okay when these friendships change and when the attention that we get from our friendships fluctuate. And if we're okay with that, then we don't hold grudges that sometimes form in friendships because we lack the understanding of where another person is in life at that time. Now, granted, communication goes both ways, so it helps when we are able to communicate that we perhaps are busy or that we perhaps have a lot going on. But I think that the blessing in friendships is that sometimes we know that that person is there for us, even if we don't talk to that person for a little bit, but we're able to pick up right when we left off. So yes, it is a give and take, but again, it's never a 50-50. Sometimes you have to give a little more and sometimes you receive a little less depending where you are and depending where that other person is. 
So it is important to keep in mind the characteristics on how to be a good friend, while it's just as important to be flexible with the expectations that we have on the receiving ends. So when we finally have that friend in front of us after searching through the calendar and making a date out like three months from now, let's make sure that we are giving that friend our full attention and try to understand where they're at in life, even if it's different than where you are. And sometimes even asking, do they want advice or are they just looking for someone to hear where they are? Avoid interrupting or offering your thoughts until that person has finished saying what's on their plate, and that makes a greater pathway for communication. Also, let's not forget the aspect of empathy. Put yourself in your friend's shoes and try to understand how they are feeling and why they are feeling, and let them know that you're there for them by just sharing space with them and listening to them in a genuine way. Being non-judgmental. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone goes through hard times. And letting go of that judgment and making room for understanding really goes a long way. And if you are able to, offering help, whether it is a listening ear, or perhaps it's cooking a meal, or maybe taking care of their kids, or going out to dinner, offering what it is that you actually have the space, time, and energy for, and not just offering what sounds nice, because then if they take you up on it, you want to make sure that you can follow through with your offering. And very, very important is having patience, allowing friends to go through what they have to grow through. Sometimes it takes time for friends to heal or to move on or to figure out a situation. And if it comes to the point where friendships have grown apart and they've taken their course, we don't have to hold any animosity. And instead, we can just hold gratitude for the wonderful conversations and time that we spent with that person. And we can carry those good memories with us or we can let them go as well. If you notice, a lot of these points that I share have to do with the concept of mindful living, of being present with where you are in the right here, right now, of allowing space in your life for what is to come and letting go of expectations, of showing gratitude to the things that enter your life and the things that are happening around you, things and or people. And then to allow yourself to be free from expectations and to be free from judgments and just to appreciate the what is. And if we live our life with mindfulness at the forefront, if we live our lives mindfully, we're able to be better friends as well. I do want to share with you that on February 7th, it is National Send a Card to a Friend Day. I know, one of those made-up holidays, but it is a holiday that I like to keep in mind when my schedule allows it. And it doesn't have to be on February 7th. It could be at any time. But just as it's exciting to receive those holiday cards in the mail throughout the month of December, imagine the excitement that you feel when you get just a random just-because card from a friend in the mail. Or maybe nowadays it's an email or even if it's a text that says just thinking about you, that goes a long way too. 
So now, as my friends, I ask you to do me a quick favor. If you feel that this episode resonated with you, or if it's any other past or even future episodes, I ask you that you just do me a favor as a friend and share it with another friend, whether that is just one person via text or just posting it on your social media. It really goes a long way and it would help me out a ton. And of course, I greatly appreciate it. I now invite you to join me on this short guided meditation. So as you settle in the space where you are right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, allow your breath to enter your mouth, your throat, your lungs, and your belly, and then exhale that breath fully. So as I ask you these reflection questions, and if you feel judgments creeping in, Be gentle with yourself and just imagine that thought of judgment flying away like a balloon in the sky and allow yourself to let it go. Being kind to yourself as you think of the answers to these reflection questions, it's simply a moment of self-awareness and nothing more. Think about how have your friendships changed over the years. Bring to mind the efforts that you've made to maintain friendships in your very busy adult life. Reflect on the things that you value in your friendships. How you show appreciation to your friends. how you perhaps balance your friends with other responsibilities in your very busy life. And if you feel these thoughts of judgments creeping in, allow yourself to know that whatever it's been, it's okay. As everything has a course, everything has a season, and mostly everything has a reason. Take this moment to reflect on the type of friends that you would like in your life. Maybe one that has patience, flexibility, understanding, and care for you. And then think how you can show patience, flexibility, understanding, and care for those special people in your life. Catch you next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.